Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for interacting, asking questions, giving ideas for future podcasts. Uh, Thank you for passing on the messages and the podcast to your friends. Uh, That is so, such, such a blessing, such a blessing, amazing. And also, uh, remember, you can just send them to the website, tomolary.org, T-H-O-M-O-L-E-A-R-Y.org, and you can always get the podcast on your podcast app on your phone, so that's kind of fun. Um, also, thank you so much if you're donating. It keeps the Keep Moving Forward podcast going and growing. That's how I like to say it. <laughs> going and growing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, today we're going to talk about feeling overwhelmed. Like, what do you do? Like, when you're just feeling overwhelmed and we're going into this new year and so much is going on in the world and in government and business and the economy and all those things. Or maybe just personally, you've got some relational situations where you're just feeling a little overwhelmed with it all. Uh, when I was in college, I was working out at a gym with a buddy of mine and we uh, we kept putting on more weight and we were doing squats, you know, where you got the the barbell across your shoulders and you, uh, you know, go down as far as you can, you come back up. And, and so we just kept putting on more weight, more weight, more weight. And so I'm spotting my buddy and, you know, he wanted more weight, more weight. And so he goes down and then he ekes out these words. It ain't happening, bro. <laughs> like, what? I, I can't understand you. What are you saying? <laughs> and finally I figure out, he's saying, it ain't happening, bro. <laughs> so immediately I lifted the weights off of his back and, you know, got him to safety there. And uh, that's an inside joke with my wife, uh, Sherry. We will when something's going uh, the wrong way, we go, it ain't happening, bro. <laughs> so, and so when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's kind of, those are the words. It, it ain't happening, bro. But I want to give you some encouraging words from God's word. Uh, let's kick it off with Psalm 94, verse 19. I love this verse. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. What a beautiful acknowledgement of what God can do in our lives. Like when you're feeling anxiety, and as the psalmist says here, you know, it, it is overwhelming. It is great within me, anxiety. And then he says, but God, your consolation. Um, how do you spell out that or define consolation? It means... Uh, comfort after loss or disappointment or suffering. So God is bringing you comfort, consolation. He's providing comfort. That's what consolation means. God is going to provide you comfort. And as the psalmist says, that brings you to joy. And, you know, we talk about it all the time. You know, there's a difference between joy and happiness. 
I mean, happiness is, uh, you know, go to Disneyland or, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm actually not a big fan, but, uh, uh, you know, do something that you like to do and it makes you happy. But joy is different. That, that's a fruit of the spirit. That is like, it is resonating on the inside. So what the difference with joy is there could be things going on outside of your life that aren't so fun, that are a little, you know, painful, stressful, but you still have this resonating joy. And that's what God wants to do for you today. I'm so glad that you tuned in today and that you're listening. Um, Today, I am going to give you five R's on how to deal with feeling overwhelmed. And uh, so let's just jump into it. Uh, We're going to kick it off with 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Also talks about anxiety, like Psalm 94, verse 19. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And so number one is release your anxiety. That's number one. That's what we're focusing on right now. Release your anxiety. You And you got to... You got to go there in heart, in mind, in soul. You have to be able to say, Lord, I am giving you my anxiety. Now, here's the empowerment of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, is, is the why question. You know, why do I have the ability to give God my anxiety, to cast it upon him? Well, it says because he cares about you. He cares for you. God loves you so much. And I always end the podcast by reminding you that he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. God is not mad at you. God is mad about you. He's crazy about you. Crazy in love with you. And that's why 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says, that's why you're empowered. It's kind of like you have the right, you have the privilege to cast your anxiety, to hand it over, hand over your anxiety, to release your anxiety over to God. When I was growing up, my family would do one week vacation in Avila Beach, California, on the central coast of California. It's probably my favorite beach. Uh, My mom has pictures of diapers of me on Avila Beach. So that's how far it goes back. And my dad would take me fishing on the pier. And so we would cut up all this slimy uh, fish for fish bait. And we would typically be fishing for red snapper. And we would have like three to four hooks on a line. And we would put this slimy fish bait on each hook. And we would cast it underneath the pier and then up and into the ocean. And sure enough, we would, we would get fish. But you know, that image for me is like taking all the sliminess, all the guts, all the yuckiness, the, the, the anxiety, and you're just releasing it into the sea of forgiveness, the ocean of mercy, God's, God's ocean. And in that place, you're, you're able to get free because you're releasing your anxiety. You're releasing your, I mean, pick your poison, regret, uh, unmet expectations, 
sorrow, pain, sin. I mean, all of it. You're just going, Lord, take it all. Take it all. And so number one is release your anxiety. Okay, we're going to go to number two. We're going to jump back to the Old Testament, Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. Check this out. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. (laughs) There are so many gold nuggets in that verse, I'll tell you what. So it's talking about trusting in the Lord. So that's where your trust is. It says confidence, confidence in God. Hey, he's going to take you through it. He's going to bring you through it. He's, he's going to be the victory for you. So you got that confidence. It says you're going to be like a tree planted by the water. And I love the word roots. I think that's an important thing to focus on is that our roots go deep. Our roots You know, if you think about agriculture and trees and, you know, roots are pretty much everything, right? They go down, they tap the water, and that's what makes everything grow. And then this scripture, Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8 says, when the heat comes, that's an interesting concept. Guess what? When the heat comes, (laughs) not, not if, not if. It's when it comes and there's going to be heat in your life. There's going to be challenges and obstacles and mountains to overcome. That's why we do this podcast. Keep moving forward. And so when the heat comes, you're going to be okay because your roots are down deep. And then it goes on to say, you know, the leaves are always green. That is talking about uh, prosperity and um, growth and spiritually growing, you're, 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 you're going to make it. And then no worries of the year of drought. And then I love the last part of this verse. It says, never fails to bear fruit. I think that comes back to the roots. When your roots are deep in the Lord, you are going to bear fruit in your life. So number two is reclaim your confidence. That's what I want to encourage you with. Number one was release your anxiety. Number two is reclaim your confidence. And, you know, we had some trees in our backyard and all of a sudden they were getting really dry. I'm like, what is going on? And so then I'm like trying to investigate and I found out that our water sprinkler system got shut off. I'm not sure who did it. I'm not blaming anyone. It was probably me, but... (laughs) The water was not flowing, and so the trees were getting dry. And so water, uh, symbolically in the Bible, is the Holy Spirit. And so when we invite the Holy Spirit to water our soul, our heart, our mind, we just start to grow. So that's why I'm saying in number two, reclaim your confidence. You got to go there. And as the scripture says in Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8, your confidence is in him, in the Lord, in God Almighty. 
That's where your confidence is. So you got to reclaim it. You got to go there in heart and mind and soul. Okay, let's go to number three. We're going to stick in the Old Testament and we're looking at Isaiah 26, verse three and four. I love this verse. You will keep in perfect peace, not just peace, perfect peace, those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Again, what a great verse. Number three is recalibrate your mind. Because it says here in Isaiah 26, verse 3, uh, the perfect peace goes to those whose minds are steadfast. So something that we kind of have to think about is that we have a choice. We can fix our mind, our thoughts on certain things. And certainly we want to fix it on God's word. And I love that word steadfast, like steady Eddie, like you are focused, you're fixed, and you are recalibrating your mind. And steadfast also, when you dive into that word in the Hebrew, it's like Old Testament Hebrew. It's resolute. It's unwavering. It's unwavering. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, this is where I'm, I'm landing. And so we got to recalibrate our minds to be steadfast. And that's when the perfect peace is going to come. We're talking about what do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed? Well, this is what you do. You recalibrate your mind. You say steadfast on God and on God's word. Uh, not long ago, I was flying with a friend. He's a pilot. He has a little plane, little four-seater. And, you know, it's so fun to watch him. I could never be a pilot. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. I, yeah, you would not want me to be your pilot. I am not mechanical and I just don't have that gift and I'm okay with that. But my buddy is super meticulous. And so he's like looking over the charts. He's looking over the instruments and he's calibrating and recalibrating everything to make sure that in fact, we have a great flight. So he's going all over the instruments and the checklist and and that is a great illustration of what we can do in our minds. Like, let's recalibrate. Like, what are we thinking about? What needs to be adjusted? What needs to be tweaked a little bit? And so we go there in heart and mind and we line it up with God's word. Remember, God's word is the plumb line. That's the plumb line. And so we just line it up. And if we're off a little bit, well, get it back on track. Get it back on the plumb line. And you're going to be just fine. And that's that's going to help you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Okay, I got two more for you. Number four. We're in uh, Micah is in the Old Testament. Chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. This is a great one. But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in the darkness, the Lord will be my light. It's a beautiful verse. It's all about hope. It's, it's all about waiting for 
you know, God, your Savior. You know, I always talk about Jesus as the lifeguard. I'm a lifeguard. I'm here to save you. You know, that's what Jesus is, is our lifeguard. And and it talks about, you know, hey, enemy, get away from me. And remember, our enemy, the Bible talks about there is one that wants to destroy you. Uh, his name is Satan, the devil. The Bible talks about it. Jesus interacted with him. It's very real. It's not fake. And the whole idea is that here in Micah, he says, even though I've fallen, I will rise. And that's what the Keep Moving Forward podcast is all about, is that we have challenges. But could that phrase of that scripture from Micah 7 verse 8 be just tattooed on your heart, just branded on your soul? I will rise. Three words, I will rise. We should just, let's say it together. Okay, on the count of three, we're all going to say, I will rise. Okay, are you ready? Are you with me? I know you are. One, two, three. I will rise. And it says the Lord's going to be your light. He's the one that's going to direct you. So number four, I would like to offer, our fourth R, I'm going to recap here in just a little bit. Recount your blessings. Recount your blessings. That that means take a look at your life. And I know there's the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows and the pro column and the con column and all that. But begin to count your blessings. Like think back like, well, God answered that prayer um, and he did that. And I remember when I was in that situation and I, the Lord took me out of that. You know, it's just so important to stir that up within your soul and, and to count your blessings. I grew up in a little tiny, 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 tiny church in Ripon, California. I was the only kid in the children's ministry. I was the children's ministry, <laughs> as I like to say. And, and, you know, during church, we would have hymns. And there is this one old lady who was, I'm sure, just a wonderful person. But uh, she sang really off key, like off key, off key. <laughs> but, but you know what? I appreciate she sang with passion. <laughs> she, she brought it every Sunday. She would shout it out. And there was this him that says, count your blessings, name them one by one. That That's just a great, rich, deep Christian history. And, and hymns are full of that for sure. Just, you know, uh, counting the truths of God and count your blessings, name them one by one. Like that's what we're talking about. Recount your blessings. And that's going to help you get over that hump of when you're feeling overwhelmed. Okay, we got one more to go. One more R here, and then I'll recap. Number five is rest in Jesus. And we're going to go to the words of Jesus and an invitation of Jesus. Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30 probably one of the most significant scriptures, words, passages uh, that, you know, Jesus brought to us. Uh, It's just so inviting. So, okay, check it out. 
Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What sweet words Jesus just gives you and me an invitation to come to him just as we are. All our stuff, all our things, all our burdens, when we're weary. And he He wants to give you rest. And I think that rest is kind of like when we were talking about joy. It's on the inside. It's It resonates. So there could be still hard stuff around you. But you're, you're resting in him. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. Um, yoke was a reference to a wooden harness. So back in the day, in Jesus' day, there was uh, two oxen. And they would put this harness over the two. It was a wooden harness. And... The whole idea is that those two oxen had to walk together. They had to be step and step. Uh, one couldn't get ahead or one couldn't get behind. And that's what Jesus invites you into. He's inviting you to not run ahead, not lag behind, but just by his grace, just be step by step by step. And so we, we need to go there again in heart and mind. Number five, rest in Jesus. Not long ago, I was playing tennis and kind of had an off day. <clears throat> Didn't play very well. If you're a golfer, you've had an off day. If you're a, a pickle baller, <laughs> you've had an off day. If you're a tennis player, you know when you've had an off day. And I just kind of sat on the bench afterwards and I was just kind of thinking and reflecting. And then I just thought, you know what, this is interesting because, you know, the game of life, we run around, we run around, we chase balls, you know, we're swinging, we're doing our best. And sometimes it, it's just, it's off. It's not the best, but that's okay. That is so okay because you can then reflect and rest in Jesus. So that's, that's the good news. That's the awesome news. And he's so for you and just wants to invite you into this deep relationship. And that's why in his words from Matthew eleven twenty eight, he says, come to me. So, you know, let's do that right now. Let me recap and then I'm going to pray and let's just take Jesus, Jesus up on his words. We're going to go to him. Okay, so I promised you five R's overcome when you're feeling overwhelmed. So here they are. Here's the five R's. Number one, release your anxiety. So important. You got to release it. Let it go. Number two, reclaim your confidence and your confidence is in the Lord. And we talked about roots going deep. Number two, reclaim your confidence. Number three, recalibrate your mind. Remember the airplane instruments. We got to just kind of tweak a little bit. Make sure we're right on the plumb line. Recalibrate your mind. Line it up to God's goodness, God's word. It's all good. Number four, 
recount your blessings. Okay, name them one by one, just like the hymn says. Recount your blessings. That was our fourth R. And our fifth R is rest in Jesus. Release, reclaim, recalibrate, recount, and rest in Jesus. And my friend, you are going to overcome the things that are overwhelming you. What do you do when you're feeling overwhelmed? Come back to these five things. Release your anxiety. Reclaim your confidence. Recalibrate your mind. Recount your blessings and rest in Jesus. And you're going to be just in the zone. You're going to be crushing it. I'm so excited for you. Okay, let me pray for you. Yep, we said we're going to go to Jesus. Let's do it. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you for all your goodness, all your words, all your promises, and how kind and merciful and gracious you are. And so, Lord, I pray for each person right now that's listening, that they would be able to go there in heart and mind and release the anxiety and all the things that are holding them back. And Lord, that your Holy Spirit right now would flood into their lives, lifting them up and out of the muck, of the mud, of the the things that are just kind of keeping them stuck. And that, Lord, that you'd empower them, you would remind them of how much you love them, and that your blessing would be upon them. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We welcome it. We're we're so grateful. And uh, we just say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast. I hope you're encouraged, that you feel a little lighter, and that you have the confidence you're going to make it. And, uh, you know, hey, thanks for passing these messages on. If you know of someone, maybe God's going to put someone on your heart and mind that's feeling overwhelmed, uh, uh, send them this message. You know, send them to the website, tomolary.org, or go to your podcast app on your phone. You can get it that way, too. Uh, But thank you so much for interacting. If you are able to donate... I am so, so, so grateful. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm, I'm super, super honest about this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're able to donate, you can go to the website. There's a give button and it just keeps things uh, going and growing. So, uh, hey, never forget ever, 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 ever. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.